Hello, this is Johnny Tacos here, and I had a Taco Talk today, which is going to be on Taco Tuesday testimonials. And I have Daisy Page here, going to talk a little bit about her life, as well as her book coming up. So, Or it's already here. Not coming up, it's already here. It's ready for y'all's reading to enjoy. And you know what? Uh, she's a little starstruck because she got to meet um, Kurt Cameron. So I'm a little jealous, too, so... Uh, but anyways, let's let's get this um, let's get my music going, shall we? All right, and I want to thank uh, Rich Williams for having making that intro for me. That's a uh, pretty uplifting and. Kind of gets you jamming and getting you ready for the uh, for the episode. So thank you, thank you, Rich, for doing this. I appreciate it. And also, I want to thank my sponsors, Covenant Life Church. Um, if you're in the Waxahachie, the beautiful Waxahachie, Texas area, uh, Covenant Life is located at four two three North College Street in Waxahachie, Texas seven five one six five, where their motto is "We are the church." And what does that mean? It means that you are the church within you, and uh, you're you're not uh, the church is not succumbed to just four walls and a roof, and and you go out and you venture, and you spread the gospel, and you become the church. So, um, but if you're not uh, able to for uns- uh, health reasons or that you're too far away to come to the church, you can also visit them online at covenantlife.online. and that's on. Their Facebook Live and YouTube is usually published uh, a couple hours later. So, uh, and that's Covenant Life. Um, tell Pastor John the Taco Man sent you. So, here we go. All right, I'm here with my guest and unexpected moments. Is that that is the book correct? That is. And and you are from Texas, right? I sure am. I'm from Anna, Texas. My name is Daisy Page. Daisy Page. See, that's a southern name right there. That is. <laughs> so, uh, tell us a little something about how, uh, the day in the life of young, little, tiny Daisy as a baby. Well, um, I, I became a Christian around the age of eight. And shortly after that, I discovered that my stepmother was not my real mother. I thought she was my real mom. So then, um, after that, uh, my brother began molesting me because he he emotionally abused me and told me that it was my fault that our mother had been killed because I was sick and she had to take off work. And uh, my dad needed her to go back to work to help him out with the bills and get caught up. So um, she wanted to quit, stay home with me. She left very upset and told him this is going to be her last day at work. Didn't even tell him goodbye and was killed in a tragic accident. I was just a baby. So when I found out that my stepmom was not my mom, um, I immediately ran out to her. She was sitting on the hood of a car and I grabbed her by her legs. I said, Mom, you need to go in the house and tell them that you're not dead because they're in there telling me that you're dead. She took me inside. They told me that this woman in the picture was my really my biological mother and so it was kind of a reality shock Uh, 
Well, my stepmother was the pianist at church, and I went to church every Sunday morning, every Sunday evening, every Wednesday. Participated in state Bible drills and won second place in the state of Texas in a, in a Bible drill. So, uh oh, look out! I really knew that Bible from front to back, and I took my Christianity seriously, you know. And uh, life got a little harder for me. And uh, when I was 14, I was raped, and I rededicated my life, and then I became laced a guy that asked me out and I turned him down he laced me with PCP and LSD so I had a really bad reaction to that and nearly died and I kind of had a question of faith at that time you know like God why are you put me through all this what have I done you know you're taking my mother you've I've been molested I've been abused emotionally and now I've been raped and drugged. What, what is really going on here? He said, one of these days, Daisy, you're going to have a story to share with the world. And I was like, I can't do this, you know. But through my faith in him, he pulled me through. And so, got a little harder. Life got a little harder after that even. So what, what happened? Well... Um, I had it first of all, I had a really good boyfriend. Um, he was really never pursued me and was really there for me. And I felt that he was too good for me and I didn't deserve him because of the abuse. I thought I was, I was addicted to pain. I had to suffer, you know. So, um, I broke up with him and ended up with another guy and we had three children. After we, we married, had three children. He was very abusive as well. And I found myself on my knees praying to God many times, just send Wes back to me. You know, he was good. I didn't think I deserved him, but I, I feel now that I did. I shouldn't have let him go. And God brought him back to me to help me get me out of that situation. And he was like an earth angel, you know. Um, I came home from work one day, though, and he was gone. And I was like, well, God, why did you take him away from me? You know, he, he came here. I still loved him. He was my first love. He said his job was done. He got you out of a bad predicament that you wouldn't have gotten out any other way. And that's what he he was there for. So his job was done. And uh, so I wanted to change for me and my children. And uh, I joined the Army, of all things. And um, 28 years old, joining the Army. Hey, it's better late than never. That's right. But that didn't work out because I busted my knee out in uh, basic training. So I ended up getting discharged after physical therapy. But I met a gentleman in physical therapy that was there for his neck. And we really talked about spirituality and Christianity and everything that had happened in our lives. He lived in upstate New York, and I thought, wow, you know, I'd love to go up there and visit. always wanted to go up there. I heard it was very beautiful. Mm -hmm. So I went up there to visit, and um, I really liked it. And We started dating, and I thought, you know, this is good. This is going to work out. So I went back to Texas and got my children, and we moved up there. We were together for four and a half years. Um, he never laid a finger on me. He was, you know, kind, laid back. 
And one night, it was like a switch went off and he just snapped. And um, we got in a little argument over dogs of all things. And he hit me over the head with a ceramic bowl and uh, fractured my skull. And I was in the hospital for a little over three weeks. Uh, nearly didn't make it because I was leaking cerebral fluid from my brain. Uh-huh. And I woke up two days later in the hospital. My, my best friend that I met up there um, was sitting in my hospital room. And I she, she said, good morning, sunshine. And I was like, how long have I been asleep? She said, two days. And I said, where are my kids? You know, that's the first thing that came to my mind. Mm-hmm. She like, don't worry. They're with the pastor and his family. They're in good hands. I was like, oh, that's really good. But I was in the hospital for nearly a month. Um, the church actually flew my two younger children back to Texas. And let me just say, I can never stay away from this town more than four and a half years. Some sort of tragedy or incident always brings me back to this town. And what's like and it's the town in Texas? Yes. But it's like family and friends are here. I feel secure and safe. And it's like, this is where I'm supposed to be, you know? Yeah. So, um, anyways, they, 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 I had to stay up there. This accident happened. I call it accident. Well, it's an assault, which he was being charged for attempted murder. And they took a plea bargain for aggravated assault and got one year in prison. And, but I was up there, it happened in October. I didn't get to go home until the first part of December because it took so long for, you know, the victim's advocacy to get the U-Haul. They paid someone to come up and drive the U-Haul back with my things. Yeah. And uh, my husband now, I've been happily married for 12 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I've known him since I was five years old. So he's known, all, you know, knows about all my, my life. And um, he helps me unload my U-Haul when I got back. We were friends. And, and um, that was in 2007, uh, early 2008, actually. We ended up together, and we married in 2010 and been married ever since. And then last year, I was diagnosed with a rare terminal neurological condition. It's known as MSA. It's very rare. I mean, only four out of every 100,000 people in the U.S. are diagnosed with it. That's how rare it is. Yeah. But for a little while, they thought I had Parkinson's because it does mimic Parkinson's. Um, so the life expectancy is five to seven years after the onset of symptoms. Um, last fall, God came to me. I don't know if it was a vision, a dream, or what. But he said, your time is near, but you need to share your story first from the very beginning. And that's when, last fall is when I met Kirk Cameron. Mm-hmm. At one of his, Kirk, at one of his um, American Campfire events. Uh-huh. Um, it, it was a neat story. My friend that was at the hospital with me in Vermont, um, near, near upstate New York 
Um, I was supposed to go and visit her, but she ended up with COVID. Instead, I went to Kirk's event, so I believe that happened for a reason. God put him in my path. And I was a VIP guest, and so we had questions and answers, and I raised my hand to ask him a question. And I put it down because I got shy. I got really shy. Yeah. And uh, a guy in the middle of the aisle, he raised his hand, and when Kirk said, yes, sir, he said, this lady down here on the end, she has a question for you. I was like, oh, gee, thanks for putting me on the spot, you know. <laughs> but so I asked him, do you plan on, do you think there's going to be a super reunion? You know, Alan Thicket passed away. So he said, well, Joanna Kearns and them have been thinking about doing something. Um, but I said, I just want you to know that, you know, you're, you're my celebrity heartthrob, which I know you were millions of girls up back in the 80s and 90s. Um, I had your posters all over my room. And I wrote you a letter and asked you for an autographed picture. And I gave you three months and I never received anything. So I tore all your posters down. I was so mad at you. <laughs> and he says, well, I'll, how about I make that up to you tonight? I said, that would be awesome. So um, came picture time, and I was just going to, I'm in a wheelchair, so I was sitting down um, below the stage, and everybody was going up to get their pictures taken, and I said, well, I'll just wait, and maybe he'll come down off stage, take his picture with me, and these guys come over to me, and they said, it was one of them was actually the man that way that raised his hand for me, he said, do you want us to put your wheelchair on stage? No, you don't have to do that. I said, no, we want to. We can do that. So they put a wheelchair up on stage. <clears throat> and Kirk, when it was my turn, Kirk came over to me to take a picture. And I said, can you help me out of my wheelchair so I can take it standing next to you? He said, can you stand? And I said, yes. So he did that for me. And I gave him a bracelet that says defeatmsa.org so he could, you know, know about my condition. Uh huh. After the event, you go outside and you have a little campfire, and there's some more worship that goes on. And he came over to me, and I wanted him to autograph my ticket, my VIP ticket. And he said, "MSA, it's it's, it's terminal, huh?" And I said, "Yeah." And he said, "Can I pray for you?" I said, "Well, absolutely." So he knelt down and grabbed both my hands prayed for me and it was so touching and then I said God told me to tell my story from the beginning I didn't have much time he said well how do you plan on doing that and I said I don't know I don't know how to get it out to the world and he said I think you should write a book he said here's my email address you know keep me updated on the progress of the book so I did and when it was done, he asked for the manuscript, and uh, he read it, and then he sent me a forward, a really touching, really awesome forward. Um, yeah, and I have it right here. Um, do I, you? Yeah, I do. Okay. This is what uh, Mr. Cameron said to this young lady here. Uh, he put it on his forward. It said, it was a autumn night in Texas when I met Daisy. She came up in a wheelchair next to me. And at the campfire, her smile was bright. She stand. She shared her her journey with me. 
and told me that she uh, she did not have much time left on Earth. I told her to write down her story, and I would do anything I could to help her share her story with the world. I only spoke with her briefly that night, but her attitude and uh, res- Boy, I resilient. resilient. There we go. Wow, I need to. I need to go back to school. Spirit inspired me. I hope this book of an individual's incredible journey through emotional, physical, and spiritual pain, and coming through the other side of tragedy, still praising the Lord, will encourage you in your present situation. Daisy's message will bring. You comfort and remind you that you are not alone in your struggle or life circumstances. I pray her words bring you hope. There is one who knows the plan he has for you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Uh, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. And that's from Kurt Cameron. That that right there that. That was a high praise to you about your book. I couldn't believe you said I inspired him. And every time I hear that forward or I read that forward, it brings tears to my eyes because he inspired me to write the book. You know, he motivated me. And to say that I inspired him, that was very touching. You know, that's what we're here for. You know, um, God put us here to socialize, to, to love each other and to be there for each other and to comfort us on our journeys. Uh, you know, uh, he made us in his image. Um, so we are highly favored to him. He, he loves each and one of us, even to our flaws. So, um, you know, going through your, your life, the, the little testimony of your trials and your tribulations that you went through in your life, through the heartache, the pain, the emotional torture, the physical torment, and you still hear a a child of God proud to be a child of God. Uh, your faith is even stronger. And I've learned this by listening to people. That the people that suffer the most are the are the more are the most highly favored of God because you um, because there's there's a power in you from from living through this that that god was there to help you to usher your to push uh open the doors to help other people that that could be going through the same ways with you are and to bring them closer to god um there was a movie i saw called father stew that had mark Wahlberg in it. it's a new movie and he ended up getting a brain a neurological disease where he's or where his muscles started losing the tone and and more and more but the 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 more his his body got weaker the more his soul his his spirit got stronger because it it was more of a cuz he became catholic and uh through that he says I'm suffered here on earth for I will be uh I will be highly favored in heaven. Um so it it 
means that this this body, this shell, is just it's just a rental. It's just something to hold you until you're ready to to go to heaven. To the kingdom is ready for the doors to be open for you to come in. It's funny that you mentioned that. Um, I was Southern Baptist growing up, and um, I just converted over to Catholic myself. Um, but in doing so, since I am terminal, you you don't have to go through all of the the courses, you know, things for to become Catholic, and you can keep your religion and be Catholic too. Uh-huh. So that way you, you kind of have two faiths, you know, to back up on and pull you through. You got two doctorates when you go to heaven. Exactly. Yeah, I'm Baptist yeah. and Catholic. Yeah, trump that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so it, the book is called Unexpected Memories. and Moments. Mo- moments. Sorry, my apologies. Uh, unexpected Moments. And when did you write this? Um. October, I started writing it, and January, end of January, about January 23rd, I finished it. March 7th, it was published, so it was it happened pretty quickly, and I know that was because of God, because I know that I've spoken to other authors, and they say it takes, you know, anywhere from a year and a half to two years to get a book published. And what was it, March of this year? Yes, March 7th, of 2022. Oh, okay. So it's a fresh book. It's a fresh book. Um, I encourage my listeners to, uh, reach out, um, to purchase this book, um, to read it and to hear her, her testimony through every word written on that book. Um, but, uh, trigger warnings, because it is a very serious subject. There are some, um, items that, that are, you know, that are really real. Uh, that's the only way I can describe it. That that is, is something like if you if your children are with you and you're listening to the story, please you know if they don't understand and they're you know and you're worried about it, uh, you know just uh, just know that this is real life and this is what happened to Miss Daisy. This is her life. Um, I have to say, though, Johnny, that I have had readers say, you know, you kept it clean. We, we could still understand what was going on, but I don't go into detail. So it is pretty much PG rated, I guess you could say. Yeah, but it's still it's still there. And, you know, yeah. it, some people it gets some people that are highly sensitive to that uh, to, to, to that content, you know. They, oh, they get yeah. there because my mom, my mom would be really sensitive to the content because she was raped as a child. Um, and then, you know, she had, she has her own testimony and which, uh, she'll be sharing later on this month. So after her, her, um, stroke, she's able to talk. So well, that's she, great. Yeah. You know, I thank you so much. Uh, we're, we're running a little bit low on time. Um, I think you said, yeah, really quickly. Um, I had published a poem 20 years ago and it's actually my book, but, um, would you mind if I read that real quick? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Go ahead. It's called eternal love. Um, endless days, sleepless nights. As we go through our constant fights, do we really get what we see or is it totally up to me? Struggling through our trying times, burdened by the price of crimes. 
Surely as each day ends, know that God's your only friend. As footprints in the sand did say, he really carries us all the way. Know this, for it is up to you. He already knows what you should do. Find your faith from heaven above, then you will have eternal love. Wow. Those words right there, they they speak out to you. You know, you can hear the the feeling of hope in those words, but you can also feel where that hope came from and what it, what happened to to push that hope up. Uh, the Lord has highly favored you, Daisy. You know, you 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 have this life that God has comforted you through the way your 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 faith was still there, even though sometimes it was shaky. I understand because I lived that life. I lived a life too, not similar to yours, but I had my own fights and struggles and with my faith. But you and still, we're human. yeah, we're human. We're 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 not uh, you know, we're not perfect. By all means, we're not perfect. Um, my question is, were you able to forgive these people? You know, I, I talk about that in my book, too. Um, I forgave everyone that harmed me because I truly believe you have to forgive in order to be forgiven. And you give it to the Lord. And God said, vengeance is his. Justice will be his. They will have to be, you know, present what they did in front of God and repent for their sins. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 all God is the ultimate judge, juror, and executioner. So and it's it's hard. That that is the one thing in my life. Forgiveness has always been the hardest thing to do. Um It was very hard to forgive, but I you know, I just came to the realization and I prayed about it and I prayed about it and then God said you have to forgive. So I did I even wrote letters to everyone that harmed me. I didn't give them to them, but it was just a way to get it out, you know. Yeah, definitely. Because it's it's not it's not for them, their ease, their comfort. It's it's really about the emotional ties to yourself. And once exactly. you're able to forgive those chains that, that keep putting you in back in that moment breaks away and you can finally um, be free of those things. So And it was like a huge white lived and, and and since i wrote this book some of the things i don't even remember anymore it's like they all i got things off my chest you know it was ther- therapeutic and i have a christian counselor that i speak to on a weekly basis but it was very therapeutic and when i had a difficult chapter that i went through i had an appointment with her so it was like it was timed out you know every day i prayed to god give me the words to write today i spent about three to four hours a day right but he gave me the words to do that and you know it's it's awesome that you have a spiritual um counsel that that helps you out um and that's what i try to tell people um you you need someone that will uh give you a spiritual guidance uh a pastor or a reverend or you know uh someone Someone that that is a Christian, because a lot of people in the world, they're just going to listen to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they'll try to get you to say, well, why don't you have revenge? And revenge is not on God's list. Uh, Vengeance is his. 
you know, revenge always, when you, like the saying goes, when you seek vengeance on yourself, dig two graves. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, because it kills you inside when you, when you're that full of hate and that full of anger. And, but, uh, but we are actually running low on time. If, um, and they could purchase your book on Amazon. Uh, any um, other- I, I do get more proceeds if you, if you purchase it on X Libris, X L I B R I S dot com. However, I have that website on my Facebook page. My Facebook page is, um, Daisy Page, P A I G E uh-huh. Arthur. And, this right here helps you out a little bit more on your, um, you get charity more, pros- yeah. And what charity, uh, do you have? It's called defeatmsa.org. Donate to us. Okay. And, uh, she'll send me all those links and I'll put it down in the info of, of the podcast. And, um, just- I'm working on another book by the way. Oh, are you? Uh, what do you have a title? I'm thinking it's going to be Through Heaven's Gates. Oh, that actually sounds really, really uh, interesting. Is it having dreams about heaven. So. Oh, okay. So it's a, it's, a, it's a dream book, like a prophesized book. Yeah, it's just going to be a short story, but um, I've been telling people about my dreams, and they're like, shot it down and write a book. And I was like, no, no, but I think God's telling me, yeah, right. That's why you share me those images and visions. Well, you, do you mind me uh, praying for you? Absolutely not. Okay. Lord, uh, thank you for having Miss Miss Daisy Page here on the show today, listening to her triumph story from her unfortunate events that happened to her life, which made her stronger in for for you lord her spirit is strengthened as her body uh gets weakened and lord i pray that you keep her light shining through this world that we live in this world of darkness and this world of hurt and suffering that she will be a beacon to all those who have suffered to all those who have hurt all those who have been through things that that are unexplainable and that that her story is like a huge testimony on the power that you have that you have and that you will erase all those all that pain all that fear and make them stronger lord i bless her and her family as they go through uh today um as they, they treat each day as a blessing from you, Lord. Uh, Lord, uh, highly um, favor them because through life is, is, is a perfect, perfect picture of the power that you have. In your name, amen. Thank you, Daisy. Thank you, Daisy, for coming up on the show. I appreciate listening to you. Uh, her her book, Unexpected Moments, is now out. Um, 
And like I said, I have all the links below. Um, I want to give a thanks out to all the new listeners. If you said, hey, it's Johnny Tacos, it must be a recipe show. I hate to, uh, to steer you in the wrong direction, but the only food I give is the food of knowledge from Jesus Christ through the testimonies of my guest and myself. Um, also, to all the listeners that listen to me constantly every day, and I know who you are because you make it apparently that you do listen to me all the time. It's, you're weird. You listen to me all the time. I can't believe it. No, I'm just joking. Thank you so much for uh, being on this, um, listening to this, listening to my babbling, listen to these awesome uh, guests and their testimony, uh, listening to my musical groups uh, that come in, listening to my brothers and sisters of Christ as they pour their hearts out in their their history to help others. You are the hot sauce that makes this taco show spicy. So thank you so much. And if you uh, like to contribute uh, to the Johnny taco show, you're like, you know what? I want to help him build this little podcast to go all over the world. And everybody gets, gets a, a taste of what God is doing and, in each and everybody's life and letting know that God is still here. He is not dead. Then you can email me at Johnny tacos podcast at gmail.com or hit me up on Facebook on the Johnny taco show. And, um, just say, Hey, I would like to contribute. Um, I, you know, I use PayPal or Venmo. So no, not Venmo. Zale. I don't use Venmo. My wife uses Venmo. See, I'm thinking about my wife. (laughs) Uh, but thank you all for coming on the show. Thank you again, Daisy. You're an inspiration. Um, thank you so much for having me, Johnny. So, so one question is if I buy this book, can you autograph it for me? I absolutely can. Awesome. So I'll go on your website here in the next day or so and get me one and I'll make a message saying, Hey, it's Johnny tacos. Cause my name is different from on the show. So. All right. Well, thank you so much. God bless you, uh, Daisy. And uh, God bless you to all y'all. I hope y'all don't have a good day. I hope y'all have a great day under the um, beautiful sunny day that we're having here in Texas. Um, You know, if you don't pay attention to the boiling heat outside. Um, But go outside and enjoy time with your family because you never know when it's their time to go to the kingdom. So um, be there. Love each other. I love y'all guys. Y'all have a blessed one. Take care. Tacos, tacos de canasta, tacos. You're my friends now. We're having soft tacos later. This is the Johnny Tacos Show.